Welcome to the very first episode of the OC Podcast. I am your host, Ricky Valera. I am joined by my co-host, Kenzie Venenu. How are you today? I am so good. This is something I've been looking forward to since the OC aired. The funny thing about it is, okay, so this, before we dive into what we're going to do every week, I want to talk about kind of the idea of what happened. It was a text message and said, hey, you know, the OC is kind of like on HBO Max type thing. And then it was like, we should do a podcast. And then it was like, no, seriously. No, really. <laughs> it's and so good. It is. And it's so great. And the, basically, like I said, the, the conversation started very quickly turned into a podcast idea. We're both huge fans of the OC. So we decided what we're going to do is each week we're going to watch an episode. And then what we're going to do is we're going to break it down for you. And how we're going to break it down, I'm just going to give you an intro, the episode name, the synopsis. But we're going to review the episode. We're going to give you our favorite quote or moment from the show. We're going to give you some our thoughts on who the MVP of the episode is. And then, of course, we're going to end the show with Kenzie's OC Fun Facts, which I'm pretty excited about, where she just kind of dived around a little bit and found us some, um, some OC quotes. So I'm excited about this. I don't know about you. I'm super excited. So let's go ahead and start with, obviously, the pilot. Um, the synopsis of the show was about a troubled teen boy's life is forever changed when upon landing in jail for a crime his brother committed, a public defender from Orange County, California, decides to take him into his home. Um, obviously, the, the starring of the sh- stars of the show, Peter Gallagher, Kelly Rowland, Ben McKenzie, Misha Barton, Adam Brody, and Rachel Bilson are kind of our main characters. We have Sandy, Kristen Cohen, Seth Cohen. We have, um, who am I missing? And Summer Roberts, obviously, and Marissa Cooper. So, first initial thoughts of the episode. I was obsessed that Sandy appeared one minute and 29 seconds in. Like, you are not spit. Like, even though it starts out in Chino, like, they're like, okay, you can't go too long without Sandy. So, it's literally, like, I was, like, I wrote down the timestamp he popped in. But, like, I love that the show just starts initially, like, right from the beginning. There's no like trying to give you a feel for the character you're just like plopped into ryan's life and then you're immediately plopped into the cohen's life and i felt i understood their world because of the way they like wrote it and the sets and it was just good from the get-go like i knew what i was in for but i never knew what was coming yeah exactly and that's the thing like the first part of the thing you're right it's like you're not um they don't introduce you to this beautiful world of the oc it's it's they introduce you to the broken version of it first, which then introduces us into the Cohen's life. And it's really a good dynamic. And it really sets every the sets the tone very, very early, right? Some TV shows it gives you you have a long time period before you actually understand what's going on. Very early, very fast. What I loved is we go from we go from him breaking the law, I guess Ryan breaking the law there, right? To then switching to this this very raw and serious moment between Sandy and, and and Ryan, right? We're in, you know, we're kind of in the jail. We're like in that moment. And I loved it. You know what I mean? Cause it was like, you know, yeah, daddy's, you know, daddy Sandy just being him. You know what I mean? And it's like the best. It really is. Like it's you it's so hard not to just the guy oozes charisma, right? And it's so comforting. Like, I, like, I think if it was anybody else other than Peter Gallagher, I would be, like, a little, like, what is this guy up to? 
but he just truly means as well as he comes off. Like, he doesn't mean it in any other kind of way. He's not judging Ryan. He, like, immediately realizes Ryan is smart. And he's like, just because you're not going to school and having good grades doesn't mean you're not smart. Like, what? literally two minutes into the episode, he's like, are you thinking about your future? I'm like, why are you trying to get this guy to college? You're in a jail. But it's like, that's who Sandy is. Exactly. It's just his personality. He's he's when when he's at home, he's the dad. Right. But as a lawyer, he's that dad as well. Right. You know what I mean? He was very receptive. He saw a kid that's broken. Right. He saw a kid that doesn't have a great home life or knows that he doesn't have a great life, you know, home life. And all of a sudden, just like the flip of a coin was just like ready to embrace him just like he was Seth. And that's what makes it really it, it, it felt real. Right. You know what I mean? I think that's the most important thing that I thought about when I watched the first episode was like, wow, like that was like real life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you could relate to, you know, maybe not with the situation, but you can relate to the idea of what kind of transpired in the first episode. Exactly. So kind of switching, obviously, we have a lot of different ports where we hit um, a little bit meat, more meat to the bone. Obviously, the first meeting between um, Seth and and Ryan is quite comic. You know what I mean? It's kind of funny. You know what I mean? I, I wrote down exactly, like, it's so funny. He's like... Um, where is it? He like they meet and they're just playing video games and they're like it's really awkward and quiet and then they're playing video games and they're both like screaming and like just typical like teenage boys playing video games and then Sandy's like why are you guys not outside like it's such a dad <laughs> to be like you're teenagers why aren't you outside like what would you be doing like just in the yard like it's so good it so, is it's 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 so funny because. At that particular moment, Seth finally like had that brother. You know what I mean? Like exactly. It was like it was like a very At the cool feeling. Like, I think like the first thing that Trey, his brother, which is by the way the old Trey, he's only in two episodes. He is recasted later. Oh, so, fun yeah. fact! Fun fact fun already. Fact. I like it. Yeah, exactly. But um, Trey's like, don't say your older brother never showed you anything. And he's like, I'm your brother, and look what I'm doing for you. And he's, like, stealing a car and taking Ryan with him. Whereas this was, like, a real brother relationship, even though they're not legally brothers. Like, they're sure. just, like, in the same house. But it was more of a brother relationship you want versus the brother relationship Ryan actually had. Right. It's instant chemistry. Instant. Right? Perfect. You know what I mean? It's, it's one of those things that it, it has to work, right? This is the dynamic of your show. We don't. We knew that, obviously, of watching it before, but going into it as a new viewer, like, the first time you watch it, like, you see that, you know, igniting between two people that don't know who each other are, but also really love the idea of having that brotherly love time for playing video games with your brother, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you don't, you know, it's like, just a normal, like, this is what we're doing on a Saturday or whatever right. day it's, it is. You're not, you're not stealing cars, you're just kind Hanging of... Hanging out. You know, being, I know, <laughs> yeah. Being alone together. I love the fact that Seth kind of just kept on, you know, poking, not poking fun, but kind of like bringing up the idea of him, you know, stealing the car. You He's know like, you I mean? want to play Grand Theft Auto? You can play, <laughs> you can steal cars. It's so fun. He's like, I mean, it's not cool. He's like, not that it's not cool. <laughs> I like that Seth is just Seth from the very beginning because I know they write him as like such a nerd and, or like nerd quote, quote, and, um, but he's always like on, he's always Seth. He's never like 
behind however uncomfortable he feels he's always saying like a seth related comment and it's yep. not like they evolved seth over time like he's just seth from the very beginning yep. and i love it because like if they always write nerds quote unquote to be really quiet and timid and like scared to be themselves but seth is just like always himself like he's always talking even when he shouldn't be and it's so perfect like it's so funny to go back and watch it from the beginning because you see he's always on like it's not like a over right. it was, it was a different characterization of that idea of the nerd like you said because he's always saying something but the thing about it, he's always honest too right you know what i mean he's always even later on in the episode kind of when he's had a few to drink you know what i mean he's very blunt and honest so but funny. still talking so 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 much and then the idea of you know the boat and talking about uh a summer obviously oh my you know. god when he's like i'm gonna take her to tahiti and he's like the girl he's like not the boat but <laughs> it's named after the girl <laughs> did she know it's named after her nope <laughs> so funny he's never even talked to summer before in his life and he just has it all like made up in his mind that you know they're gonna spend the rest of their lives together I love that though, right? It's that innocent puppy love that we've all, so you know, sure. you're exactly, you know, so it's sure. it's not forced, right? You know yeah. what I mean? And that dynamic to me, the transition there for like, so when they get to, you know, the party, right? You know what I mean? I love that part too, because like Seth does not want to go. And well, it's then kinda like so when they go to sorry to interrupt, when they go to the fashion show thing, Seth is yes, like, welcome to the dark side. Yeah. And then Ryan says the same thing to him when they walk yep. into the party. He's like, welcome to the dark side. And it's like, both of them have this, like, um, equal weight where they know where the other one is uncomfortable. Yep. But they're still, like, together. Like, they separate at the party. They separate at the fashion show. But they always find their way back to each other. Like, you doing yep. good? And it's, yeah. like, it's so cute. And it's just, like, I know over time this show becomes more of a romantic relationship show but i think what makes it work at its core is it's like a brotherly relationship show between seth and ryan and it's like even with marissa and summer and all these other girls like all i want is to make sure seth and ryan are like being seth and ryan exactly and that's important thing like i loved i love the whole dynamic of the show right because the first time summer sees ryan He's like, mm, who's yeah. that? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? So obviously, you know, I love the tease early on of that, right? Because obviously it comes back and plays a lot into the fact of what happens later on in the episode. But it's those little little hints that they drop throughout the episode, like you said, with the, you know, welcome to my world, welcome to my world. They, I love those little things that the attention to detail that they paid throughout the episode is is so magnificent and so just... Again, it makes you, it makes the OC, it breaks down this idea of this world of these people so small that it's so easy to catch on and so easy to watch and so easy to relate to and stuff like that. And that's what I really loved. And, and obviously we have our first interaction with Marissa and Ryan, you know, you already, like, I love that. It was, she has a boyfriend, right? But I love the way they set that up though, that um, Ryan and her like outside, and they have this instant chemistry, but it's, like, this tension that's, like, should we keep, like, away from each other? Should we approach right. each other? And then you're, like, this is great. And then Luke's giant truck <laughs> pulls up and, like, it cuts through the chemistry, not only because it's a giant truck, but because right. it's 
her boyfriend. You're like, who is this? What is going on? I also didn't realize they never say Luke's name the entire episode. Do they not? That's funny. They never say his name. (laughs) I was like, let's get rid of him immediately. (laughs) Right, exactly. And the funny thing about it is, like, Chris Carmack, the guy that played he's, like, perfect, right? He's such a... He's such a he, douchebag. You, you know what I mean? You just want to punch him from the minute you see him. And every time he comes on screen, I'm like, I want to punch this guy. And you don't even know him yet. Exactly. Like, I want to exactly. punch him because I know everything he does. But I don't right. know him. At the, like, we don't even find out his name. <laughs> and I wanted to punch him. Like, oh, but him at the party, I didn't even remember. He's, like, trying to get some girl. And she's like, what about Marissa? And he, like, looks around. He's like, eh, don't worry about it. And I'm just exactly. like, who are you? What are you doing? Right. It's funny to me because, like, you know, we you have that idea in this first episode. Marissa, she's a popular girl, right? You know what I mean? You know, obviously her and Summer, we've got the crew together, but it doesn't matter. Luke's got the, he's got the, you know, the football player style thing and stuff like he's a, He's the jock and he's, he can get whatever he wants. And then you put him in that party scene. It's like, it doesn't matter that I'm with one of the hottest girls. I'm still going to go off and do kind of whatever I want. And then, of course, when that happens, we see Ryan see that. You know what I mean? It was I just love that. how casual that was too, because yep. I didn't know that Ryan was outside. And then, right, no. like, because the camera just, doesn't, the camera the doesn't show. Slowly pans, and you see him, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like exactly. That's what I was like. I was thinking about it. I'm like, God, it's so well written, but it's so well directed as well. The is. camera angles are perfect because you're like, oh, "Okay, cool." They're just gonna walk off to the, you know, to the. Uh, yeah. to the beach or whatever but no you slowly slide to the left and you see the camera and then boom there's ryan seeing exactly what's transpiring and it's like he's not even the focus of where the camera is he's just like off to the side and you're like oh my god like that's what makes it go from just being like a teenage soap opera to like there was some thought and care put into the way this was crafted oh absolutely there's so many just carelessly written teenage dramas that you watch and the thing about it is is like some of these people actually resembled high school kids you know what i mean yeah like (laughs) you know i could pinpoint who they were at my high school even though like i didn't go to a high school in orange county like right you no, still okay. understood the dynamic for every single person at that party. Right. You like watches like more re- recent shows, like 13 Reasons Why. You watch a character that's in high school. He looks like a 26-year-old man playing an 18-year-old. Yeah. Like, you could buy these characters. You know, uh, You know. it's funny. Uh, one funny moment that I just randomly popped up in my head is when they're at the, uh, when they're at the fashion show, when Ryan goes to get the drink, right? And he oh has- my God hand and then um Kirsten you know, walks, up. walks up and he's just like yeah here this is for you type you know <laughs> so funny it is because again like you know we know what ryan is capable you know what he is you know what i'm saying but you know, he's been around so like exactly. he's been drinking openly and never had to worry like a mom's gonna take this away from me <laughs> and then kirsten's like what are you doing it's, a, it's, it's we already had those dad moments with ryan right we yeah. had this dad moment with him and so this was the first time we had that mom moment with Ryan well you know it is I love um Kirsten's first scene where he's like where are you going because she doesn't want him to stay and she's like I'm going to lock my jewelry in the vault and she's like no I'm going to get him a toothbrush and blankets and I'm like it's because Kirsten is a good mom she's just not as like yeah out there Sandy yeah, she's she's less inclined to be like what Sandy is. You know what I'm saying? Like he is very out there, and I'm come here. You know, I just want to give you a hug. Yeah. She's kind of 
observed and it's kind of it's nice dynamic though because it's normally the other way around right exactly. you know what i mean you normally have the homie mom that's just like come here everybody's my son everybody's yeah. my it, instead this time we get sandy to be that dad you know super dad like figure um there's uh what else do you want to talk about for this episode before we kind of move on a little bit um ryan's choker i was obsessed with it it doesn't last very long but um I love it so much. It's so Ryan, like at the very beginning, like he comes to this rich area and he wears like white t-shirts and a hoodie and a choker. And you're just like, that is not how any of these other kids dress like at all. No one else is wearing a hoodie. Yeah. I really, I I love the, I love, go ahead. Um, I loved the, uh, setup with Jimmy, Marissa's dad, that, First episode, you already see the SEC come for him, and Marissa's like, they came again. And then you already get the feeling of um, that uh, Kirsten and Jimmy were together, and that yep. everybody knows about it. Yeah, exactly. I also uh, noticed that Jimmy was walking a dog named Dustin. Is the dog ever on another episode? I don't. I, that's so funny, because I was trying to remember, like, if we ever... Uh, I saw the dog, and I was like, I don't remember this dog ever again. Ever, 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 ever again. Like, I he remember just, like, the horse with Alpecia. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I don't remember them having a dog. It's going to be funny to rewatch it now and kind of... It, I literally the one down, of things that I'm going to... horse? Or they have a dog named Dustin? Question mark. <laughs> and then, <laughs> it's just like, every episode, we're going to be looking for Dustin. Where's Dustin? Where's Dustin at? So weird. Um, now before we pivot to like our favorite moment, MVP and stuff like that, I'd like to talk about, um, that ending, you know what I mean? A little bit towards the end of the fight, obviously. Um, I thought that was very well done. Obviously we have the blow up between Seth and Ryan because Summer's got eyes for Ryan and, and she's infatuated with Ryan. A lot of the secrets already come out, which was pretty interesting that they, like, I felt like they really just put it all on the table really, really fast for us. You know what I mean? With the boat, you know what I mean? That, that, it, was it was like, he's in love with Summer. Exactly. Like, and now but Ryan everybody... was like so careful. Like even when they were going to the party, he's like, Summer asked for me. And then he's like, yeah. Summer asked for you. And Seth's exactly. like, what? Like, okay. Exactly. Like, and then I, it, it, he knew, and then Summer's I think, reaction where she goes, Chino, ill. It's like the best line delivery. <laughs> it's so good. She has very, okay, so for Summer, she has very little dialogue really throughout the first episode. But the funny thing about it is like the two scenes that stand out the most with her are that moment. And of course, the moment she comes in and has the big bottle with uh, Misha Barton and her, like they're drinking. Oh, she's like, look what I stole. And then Marissa's like, look what I stole. And has this big bottle. It was fantastic. But it's funny to me because like, that's when the whole breakdown comes, right? Summer's kind of had, had a few to drink. So now she's kind of on Ryan. Obviously, you know, we have Seth come in and, and kind of catch that sequence, you know, and just like any scorned, teenager whatever you want to call it he sees oh my god i told you how much i love her type thing and now and now you've made a move on her like what and um and then that you know of course then we have you know seth kind of storms away and and then of course we have luke being luke you know what i mean um when that's the leading up to that scene the tension in that scene it's really fantastic you know what i mean because you know what's about to happen, right? You know what I mean? And then, again, we have that moment where 
I love so much, like Ryan, who doesn't have to go to Seth's rescue, right? Yeah, like he has no say in the fight. Like he already like feel their their relationship was like done. Yeah, yeah exactly. He's just a guy to him. He's not anybody. Seth, Seth called him out, called him in names. He said, "Go back to where you come from." He, he's exposed him as this thug outsider. Thug, yeah, outsider to the world. You know, he's no longer the fake cousin from Massachusetts anymore. Yeah, he's, he's <laughs> Boston, from- Seattle, Canada. <laughs> they were everywhere. <laughs> Four or five different places. But the funny thing about that was, like, you have that moment where it kind of really ignites that friendship, right? You know, that brotherhood from Go. Um, I thought it was so well shot, right? You know what I mean? And you know what? I'll say this, too. One of my favorite things ever is that Ryan didn't come in and just beat everybody up. Can I tell I love that, right? Yeah. Most shows, you're just going to go in there. Ryan's just going to beat up four guys like nothing ever happened, and he's going to save the day. That doesn't happen here, right? Exactly. You know what I mean? I love when Seth kind of gets the balls to try to like he pulls that guy off of him and he's getting it's ready to so fight. Funny. <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny because it's like so awkward. You're like, what are you doing? Like, you have no, you can't do this. Like, I don't know you that well yet, but I know you cannot do this. Like, it's so funny. But it just shows you like Adam Brody was like the only option for Seth Cohen because oh like God, yes. it's just like the way he carries himself is just so Seth and like. In the one episode to have accomplished, like he's so Seth is so impressive. Like exactly, it's so you, good. You get the whole dynamic of who he is in episode one. It's crazy. Like, like <laughs> I love. Yeah, like when they get back to the pool house, which is like one of my favorite moments. It's not my absolute favorite, but it's one of my favorite moments because one of my favorite parts of the entire series is like Seth and Ryan in the pool house, and that Seth always comes in even though Ryan doesn't want him there like exactly every morning but like they're back in the pool house and Seth is like you have my back out there man because he's <laughs> drunk and like yeah but it's so cute and he just like falls asleep and Ryan is looking at him like this is just another night to me this is no different than any night I've ever had yep. but this was super different for Seth and like Ryan recognized that as Seth passed out drunk in his pool house Right. It meant like it was like uh, right before it was so funny because it's like right before he passes out, he kind of professes that brotherly like moment. It's like, man, you really did have my back. It completely forgot about everything that happened. Yeah, they totally summer. disregarded the summer thing. Like it right. was done. You saved my life, bro. I was getting ready to get it's thrown. So you know? It's it so is. cute. Such a great moment. Um, all right. So let's let's go ahead and transition into your favorite quote of the show okay so i was really torn but at the end <laughs> of the day at the end of the day i think i have to go to welcome to the oc bitch <laughs> it, um, it's part of my fun facts but originally it's not in the script like the original script they added it in later and it's so funny because i always think of it when you watch like think about the oc i can always hear luke being like welcome to the oc bitch and it's like, who says that? Like, I don't Luke get does. It. The thing about it is, Luke oh. does. <laughs> so it really stays with me. And there's a lot of great quotes, but that's what I'm going to go with. There's, there's, there's one that's for me. It's like a dad moment, really, for me. Like, there's a couple of them. There really is. Like, there's so many different quotes in here. Okay, early on in the episode, Ryan says to Sandy, he goes, way to salt his game, Mr. Cohen, right? It's so funny. It's so funny. But when he says it 
to to when Sandy says it to Kirsten and says, don't salt his game, honey, I lost it because I, I didn't remember that second moment happening. I remember him saying way to salt his game, Mr. Cohen. And it was just super funny. Right. But listening to Peter Gallagher deliver that line. So so nonchalantly, like he just, he says it. (laughs) Exactly. And he says it. And she looks at him like, what did you just And then she's literally like asking him to define it and he can't. Like he doesn't know what it means. You heard like, it from Ryan. Like <laughs> as she's like, you need to get rid of Ryan. He's quoting Ryan. Exactly. Like he's like, I'm learning from Ryan too. Like, <laughs> don't kick so, him out. I got words coming out. You know what I mean? But yeah, so, don't solve don't solve this game, honey, was was just the delivery. It's funny, it's quirky, and it's random. For me, I, I loved it so much. Um, you know what? We'll just do. What was your favorite moment of? I had two that I was really torn between, but I think my favorite moment is Ryan and Marissa meeting when he is like, she's like, who are you? And he's like, whoever you want me to be. Because he's trying to be all tough. But then as he's explaining, like, I stole a car, he kind of gets a little emotional about it and seems a little bummed. And I'm like, it's so Ryan, like, trying to be tough, but he's such a softie. And yep. it's literally in the first 15 minutes, and I was like, this is a really great, like, interaction. I love it so much. I, oh, man. Yeah, I just, I, it's, it's, it's so hard for me, right? It, 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 I don't know where I want it to go, but for me, it's got to be that final scene, right? When they go into, when he takes them to Ryan's house. And 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 Sandy kind of takes him in there and then he kind of sees what he's working with. Right. It's 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 like this perfect ending to just this amazing first episode where, you know, it's like, you know, he's taking him back. He doesn't want to. Sandy knows that he wants him at his house, but he's like, you know what? You know, Kristen, where's the pants in the family? I'm going to do <laughs> I'm going to keep an eye on the kid the best I can. But when they get to the house, he sees how broken that home is. And he just kind of tells them, hey, you know what I mean? Like, it's, you know, come come back. He doesn't even me. really say anything. Because no. Ryan goes in and he's like, Sandy's following him in. He's like, I got this. Like, you don't need yeah. to come any further. But Sandy being Sandy stays to make sure he's okay. And he see like, see the doors open. There's nothing left in the house. And sad Ryan breaks me because like I was just talking about with his Marissa moment like he doesn't show emotion and he tries to put on this front and like you said like it's just so heartbreaking this situation he's in because he doesn't want to be in it obviously and he's a kid what is he supposed to do like Uh, I hate Don I hate her don't be (laughs) Brian sad like it makes me so angry she's like barely in the episode like she's like she picks him up from the courthouse at the beginning and she's not even like, are you okay or anything? She's just like, how could you do this to me? And then when they cut to her at the house with Ryan, she's like, how could you get out of my house? And I'm like, your other son did this to him. Like, come on. Yeah. It's, it, it really kind of showcases, you know, you have this hard, tough kid that, is only hard and tough because of his upbringing, right? You know what I mean? He's only yeah. he's dealing with the cards that he's, you know, exactly what he says, you know what I mean? Life, I, the other quote that I almost pick, you know, you have to get over the fact that, dealt, you know, life dealt you a bad hand, you know what I mean? Exactly. You know, Sandy says that to him, and it's hard sometimes to, you know, get over that, right? You know, you got this hand, and you're like, you know, oh my, like, how do I overcome this? And, you know, he knew in his head, I feel like parts of Ryan knew 
that he was in this house with Sandy and Kirsten and Seth. He's like, maybe I've finally turned that corner. And then Kirsten's like, you know, hey, I've got to have you go. And then, of course, you have the moment where he's like cooking breakfast while this is all. Oh, my God. And then she's like, is that bacon? Like in the middle of being like, I'm. it's not personal, Ryan. She's like, is that bacon? It's not personal. Get out of my house. Oh, wait, is that fake? Oh, man. Like, it's just like that dynamic right there. It's really heartbreaking. You know what I mean? I love, again, I love the kind of the switching of the shoes there. You know, the mom's the one kind of kicking them out. The daddy, you know, daddy Cohen's being, you know, Papa Bear there. Um, MVP of the episode. I hope we have the same one. Um, Sandy, the eyebrows, Cohen. Yeah, 100%. I, no matter what, is happening he is comedic relief he is comforting he is emotional it's just there's a reason his name is the first name on the show titles like that's one of my favorite parts about this show is that um because i grew up watching this like week to week you know not streaming like i watched this every week my parents really liked watching it because it wasn't just about the kids Like, the parents are just as involved in all the drama, and there's, like, storylines for all of them, and it makes it more of, like, a, you understand their family dynamic, because it revolves around all of them. It's not just, like, the parents are in the background, like they are in every other TV show, like, they're part of the story. Exactly. I love that so much as well, because, like, we were talking about off the air, it's, like, those shows that feel so real to life. It's like Friday Night Lights. Friday Night's the same way. You know what I mean? You had the football, you had the kids, but your show was about, you know, Coach Taylor. You know, it was about Connie Britton. You know what I mean? It was about, you know, it was about them as well, just as much as it was, the you know, the football players and the dynamic there. Hands down, right? Sandy Cohen, Peter Gallagher. The best. And it, he, he opens the show with a powerful scene, right? Ends it. And then with a powerful ends scene. it with a powerful scene. You know what I mean? He opens it with that daddy-like you know, speech to, to Ryan. And then he opens the door, doesn't really have to say anything other than come with me. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's a Papa Bear's got you type moment. You know, it kind of gives goosebumps just thinking about it. It's really like, so funny because you're saying like at the beginning of this, like we, you relate so much to them, but it's like me and you did not get adopted by some wealthy family in Orange County. But like, I, it makes me so emotional. Like, He's just, like, the father figure that everybody wants in their life. Like, they're your dad or not. Like, you want someone like Sandy in your life. And it's, like, you can tell Ryan has never had that. And it's just, like, it's so impactful. Like, they're both such great actors, and they have really good chemistry together. Because Ryan doesn't really respond to Sandy before the episode ends. He just kind of looks at him. And it's, like, his tough persona, but it's also, like, these sad eyes, like, please help me. And it's like, it's so well done. I yeah, because the dynamic in the car ride is very, there's no, not a lot of dialogue, you know what I mean? And it's I felt what the, I felt that was the most important part of the ending of the episode was the very minimal dialogue that we had. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? It was just like, you know, come with me type moment. And it was, and that was, it was like cut scene, you know what I mean? Like it was that, you know what I mean? One 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 thing I did want to note real quick. Um, I've been listening to it since I think Friday or whatever. I will say, um, when that music hit at the beginning of the episode, oh my God. I love too that um so it softly faded in. Like it's not yes. like because it's like a pilot, so it's yeah. not the full intro. Yeah. And it's like you can hear in the background since we both watched it before, we both know it's the theme song, and like the yeah. louder it gets with him at the payphone, I was like, yeah. Exactly. It's just so comforting, and it's the perfect theme song for this oh, show. Oh, yeah. 
it's not overbearing. It's not, it's lighthearted. It's fun, and it kind of reminds you of the show. You know what I mean? It's it, it's great. All right. So before we go, obviously, we need Kenzie's OC fun fact. What do you yes. got for us? Okay, I have a couple because That's this is great. the pilot. Absolutely. So the Cohens in the original script are the Needlemans. <laughs> I'm so glad it's the Cohens. <laughs> Can you imagine Sandy Needleman? It's terrible. Um, the first actor cast was obviously Peter Gallagher. The last actor cast was Benjamin McKenzie. Chad Michael Murray was offered Ryan, I guess, and he turned it down to be on One Tree Hill. Thank God. Which is funny because that's like the other show you watched growing up. You either watched those here or One Tree Hill. It's so funny. Uh, Marissa was between Olivia Wilde and Misha Barton. And oh, then wow. he decided that Olivia Wilde couldn't play as broken as Misha, which makes no sense because, I mean, Olivia Wilde's on the show later. Yeah, exactly. Um, Rachel Bilson was originally only a recurring character. She wasn't bumped to a series regular until halfway through the first season, which is so weird because she's like a huge part of the story. Yeah, I mean, she is literally who Seth is infatuated with from the moment we meet him. Where was that going to go if she wasn't... So weird. Um, Fox, the network, didn't like Seth at first. They thought he was too nerdy. Wanted him to be more mainstream. Um, Seth and Ryan only hugged twice in the entire series. One one of those times is in this episode when oh, wow. Ryan says goodbye to him. Um, the OC inspired Laguna Beach on MTV, so he would have never had the hills or anything wow. like that if the OC had never happened. Uh, the pilot episode is the only episode of the entire series that doesn't start with the word the. So, like, the next episode is the model home. Oh, my God. And then all, from there, all of them are like that. All of and them then, That's good. My only other fun fact was that Welcome to the OC Bitch was not in the original script. I love that. I, it's, it's weird, the thing about it is... I'm the I remember from like before I even watched the episode. I was like, I can't wait to hear Luke yell, Welcome to the OC. OC. <laughs> <laughs> imagine the episode without it. Right? That no. might wouldn't have had as much impact if Luke hadn't said something douchey at the end. Like No, not at all. Like you know, he follows it up, he goes, This is how we do it in Orange County. Like, who says that? <laughs> like you recognize the fact that you said the OC bitch. Like, you didn't have to follow it up with another douchey comment saying this is how so we do it. And, like, oh. all of his friends have left the fight, but Luke is still talking. <laughs> like, going off. Like, no one's listening to you. Exactly. Like, he just likes to hear his own, you know, voice talk. It's, 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 it's very comical. Um, all right, folks, that is a wrap on the first episode of the OC podcast. This was so, so, so much fun. I am looking forward to bringing you the, the, one of these each and every week. Next week, obviously, you can watch along with us by the time you watch this one to the next one. We will watch season one, episode two, and we will review it, break it down just like we did just here. Um, if you have any questions, comments, remarks, or anything like that, you know, hit Kenzie up on uh, Twitter at Kenzie Venunu. Hit myself up at Ricky Blair underscore. If you got fun facts, random things that yes, you want to tell us about so the show, so many fun facts. We need please them. hit us up because we're going to try to bring you some fun facts each and every episode. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you guys later.